What's up, Internet? Welcome once again to Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show from Ready Check Radio. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. And it's Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That means we're doing the show live, as always. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, do us a favor. Uh, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Socials are all in the upper right there. Click them all, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, uh, YouTube, Give them a follow, give them a subscription, uh, and turn on those notifications. Tell your friends, if you like what we do here, it's the easiest way to support us. It's also free. It's also free. just takes a couple seconds. Go ahead and click it all. We appreciate it. Very much appreciate it. We're, f- we're closing in on some uh, big milestones as far as numbers of subs and follows and stuff like that. Getting ready to hit 500 on Twitch. Getting ready to surpass 200 on YouTube. And, yeah, so help us out. Spread the word. And uh, while you're doing that, we're going to talk about the week in gaming with Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? You know, I actually had some soup just before uh, the show, which is the closest I've had to actually having gumbo-ish. Not really, but before gaming you gumbo. still haven't had gumbo, huh? No, I've never had gumbo, no. What, what goes in gumbo anyway? Stuff. What, what are the... Okay, see, uh, I, I need more Whatever you them. want. Like... <laughs> Every everything, well, everything that crawls and swims. <laughs> okay, well that's no, that's probably not. So and much. Jason is done. Also on the line, Doctor Evil with Mister Bigglesworth. <laughs> What's up, sir? How are you? What's up? This week here here are my kitty ears, not on my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are back in the office. Back. Yeah, I'm no back D- in the office. No D and D tonight. No, is that what's going on? No D and D tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're we're doing on location D and D these days since you know we've all gotten the shot. Chat hanging out with us. I'm sure they'll have opinions yep. as we go. Oh, I'm, Zach is in there. Troy is in there. Mm, I know hey. they're going to have opinions on our first two topics. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> we're talking about oh bless? my. Yes. No, we're not talking about bless. That's that's MMO <laughs> bomb. Go watch the free to play cast that we posted yesterday. Uh, I did infringe, or I'm sorry, I guess it would be impinge uh, on Troy's anti bless sentiments on yesterday's uh, free to play cast. So. Q oh is in there. I'm sure she'll have uh, she. You know, Q is actually our Stadia lady, so she may have some thoughts on the the Steam Deck too as well. So being productive our, our while lady? listening, we'll fire off hot takes in between coding. All right, sounds good. Obviously, gang, the big news this week, of course, was the Steam Deck, and honestly, it wasn't news that. If you would have asked us on Monday that anybody knew that they would be covering, well, I, I mean, I guess like IGN and stuff probably did under embargo, but like this show, uh, we wouldn't have known that that was going to be a thing. And then all of a sudden, fast forward to the end of the week, and here we are, number one topic, Steam Deck. Now, let's talk a little bit about our initial thoughts on it first. Then we'll get to some, like, how it all went down, some things from Gabe Newell and uh, and Valve, some pricing stuff. I mean, we're going to really just break this all down because I'm going to be honest, gentlemen, when I first saw the, like, kind of quick tips video that they put out and then uh, IGN's hands-on and other hands-on from other places came out first, I, I'm not going to lie, I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Here we I, go I again. was not far off. I was not far off. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, God. Does nobody remember the Steam machines? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Then I started looking at the pricing, and I was like, okay, they're trying to do the same exact thing they did with the Steam machine, except they're going to do it with an amped-up, you know, Nintendo Switch. 
and the pricing <laughs> starting at 400 USD and going all the way up to 650 USD, depending on which of the three models you want. Now, that was my initial gut reaction. Right off the bat, saw the announcement, didn't read a whole lot about it, kind of giggled. Jason, where were you like the second you saw this? Where, where was your brain? You said, did anybody remember the Steam Machine? And I, I kind of don't practically. Like, it just came and went so quickly. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that it, I didn't it even, did. I wasn't even thinking about it when I saw this. Because I saw this and I was like, okay, I could maybe be interested in something like that. So I, I had a generally positive-ish feel about it. That's my first impression. Well, I mean, right off the bat, maybe you, you look at it and you're like, oh, well, I can play my Steam library on the go, right? Now yeah. I have a Nintendo Switch for my Steam library. So I yeah. could understand a little bit of a positive reaction. That certainly would help you get through some of the backlog, uh, I would imagine, <laughs> if you could take some of those games on the go. Thanks, man. <laughs> we <laughs> that all that assumes it. I ever leave the house. Though. We that, all that's sort of the, the issue backlog. there. Yeah. What about you, Yod? First gut reaction. Uh, well... First looking at it, I was like, huh, another handheld game. Okay, okay, you know. That that's kind of interesting. Um I don't well, I, I vaguely remember the Steam Machine. Like <laughs> vaguely. And and I'm sitting there like, you know, okay, so it, it's another Steam thing. I, I saw it up on our Discord chat, so I we, uh, the wife and I was in bed, so I I pulled up the um the YouTube videos from IGN and stuff like that that was featuring right. it. And she's like, what the hell are you watching? Because she was playing on her Switch, you know, which she already has. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, is this new Steam machine, this new Steam Deck thing they're coming out with? And, you know, it's some, it sounds kind of interesting. So, you know, here, here's the, you know, info on it. And she uh, somehow magically pulls up this little meme that she had somehow ready with a list of you remember all the other Steam things they tried to do? Exactly. <laughs> With the deck and, and the controller and, you know, all the other things. I'm like, oh, 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 God. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard right out of the gate to, like, take it seriously. Yeah. Because Valve yeah. does kind of have that hardware record, The you know, very similar mm -hmm. to Google's, right? They build right. something, right. they push it, and then all of a sudden even they back out of it. Right. right? And you see the same thing with <laughs> Google and Stadia going on right now, and we'll talk a little bit about cloud gaming in a, in a unrelated topic uh, a little further in the show. But it is kind of hard to take them seriously out of the bat. And so I kind of giggled, looked at the price, and I was like, ha, 400 for 64 gigabytes. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell that, out of here. 64 gigs for 400 the bucks. The storage space, yeah. I think we were talking about that on Discord, too, with mm. uh, how it starts out at 64 gigabyte, And it's like, what how many games are you playing at load? What what are the size of most? You play like two thirds library? of The Witcher or something. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, right? Know, when you look at the and, Switch, it's a lower memory item, but then so are the games that are on it. Yeah. This exactly. is accessing your Steam PC gaming library, and you're like, oh, exactly. Shit, the, that's a... the games for Switch are built for the Switch. Hmm. You know, they're they're built with the small amount of space in mind. And isn't there still like a cartridge slot on the Switch? I don't remember. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So so you know if you can still go and the that physical are only route. Thirty two. You know they, exactly. They, they delayed the sixty four upgrade on the on the cartridges. Anyway, so yeah. As it as I started looking a little more into it and looking at IGN's hands on, a couple other hands on, looking at the the core website and the specs and everything, I started to change my mind, gentlemen. <laughs> I laughed at it. I laughed at it, 
And then I started to dig into it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Steam just stabbed Nintendo in the throat. Like, I'm pretty sure I just watched Valve murder Nintendo a little bit. Like, I don't expect that they ever, like, be permanent and, they're you know, put them out of the game or anything. I'm not going that far. Oh. But this is definitely a deep, sucking chest wound, uh, particularly right on the heels of a topic we talked about last week, and that was the Switch 1.5 with the OLED display. I mean, this the base model of the Steam Deck is $50 more. Fifty. Mm -hmm. $50 more. And hey, you got access to your Steam library right off the bat. And that is just literally Jason scratching the surface of what this thing can do. Because they aren't getting, they aren't trying to get pulled into court by uh, Epic Games. (laughs) By by only allowing you to use Steam. The Steam operating system, if you don't like it for some reason, take that some bitch off. You want to put Windows on there? Go ahead. You want to put Linux on there? Go ahead. You want to run games from Steam? Cool. Go for it. How about Epic Game Store? Yeah, you could do that. You want to play games from GOG? Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, just just throw it all in there. You know what? This isn't just a Switch. This is a handheld walking PC, Jason. A full-blown desktop right in your hands is what Valve was going for. Well, it uses Linux, so it's only kind of a PC, but anyway. Zing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it is, like you said, it's, it, it is basically just a small PC, and, and that is going to give it a lot of advantages for people who want to do something a little more than just play Steam games or even play you know, a few other things on there as well, which is something that you can't really get, like you said, with a Switch or with any other handheld or whatever out there. So that's an, that's probably part of why it does cost, on some level, a little bit more, especially once you get in the storage space and so on. Yeah, and storage space is going to be the big issue, right? Because this is not cloud gaming. This is, you know, you're going to have to install things uh, and and play them on the unit. They've been partnered with AMD to create all the custom APUs and and, and everything that the the system is using. As we mentioned before, the $400 version only has 64 gigs. That's a little light. Now, to be fair, there are also SD card slots on it. Depending on game, that might be a little tough, right? Running things from an SD card might, uh, I can't imagine that's going to be great on loading times, but it is an option to increase the storage if you don't want to shell out for one of the bigger models. The 256 gigabyte running at 530 USD and 512 gigabyte running at 649. There is also a slight difference between the base model and the two higher models in the type of drive being used where the two more expensive ones are NVMe SSDs. So you'll have increased speed, read, write, that type of stuff going on there. So that is literally the only difference between the uh, between the units though. So as far as raw horsepower, all three units exactly the same. It's only going to be a difference when you get to the storage site, uh, storage size, and obviously being able to uh, have a faster uh, memory going on there as well with the NVMe SSDs as opposed to EMMC. Releases this holiday season. This holiday season. Now, if you're just watching this and you're thinking you might want to get one for the holidays, too late! <laughs> uh, oh that's funny too late too late 
On Friday, yesterday, they did open up reservations. Now, I do like some of what they did here, Jason. And we'll come back to, like, IGN's preview and, and handheld stuff, or, or what we thought of the layout of buttons and things like that. Uh, I do think, though, it was interesting the way they did the pre-orders. Now, their entire site crashed <laughs> right, right off the bat of this, predictably. I mean, Steam has bajillions of users at this point. It's only gotten bigger during COVID. Uh, but they did set up some safeguards to try and keep things like bots out of the reservation system. This was not a pre-order system either. This was a reservation system. You were giving them five bucks to basically stand in line for you. And then when they are ready to start taking the reservations, they'll reach out to you in the order that you gave them the $5. And you can go ahead and actually do your pre-order at that point. Um, but they did have a few safeguards in this whole process, right? Yeah, yeah. In addition to the $5, you also had to have a Steam account that had made a purchase prior to June of this year. So that was done, of course, to prevent just scalpers from making a dozen Steam accounts and buying them all up. So you had to at least be somewhat active. Now, I read too that if you don't, have, if you haven't, if you are actually new, you made an account like two weeks ago. I think you have to wait until a little later, like maybe this weekend or next yeah, week. Yeah, it was, like, it was a 48-hour lead time. Okay, 48 hours, yeah. so two days. So even if you don't, you could still do it. But at least that prevented the, all the scalpers from getting in and getting all the stock reserved right away. Nice Although, again, there were some hangups with that, too. I read about someone yeah. who said he had an account for 15 years and still said, oh, I'm sorry, you're not eligible. So right. Hopefully that got fixed as well. Uh, also, well, requiring yeah. Yod the $5 is a little different than we're used to seeing, too. It is. I mean, and it's not a bad thing. It's a, For one thing, it's only $5. I mean, that that's not even a game on, on any system. Any well, on Steam days. it is, depending on what time of year. <laughs> right. True, like, true. That's like 20 games. <laughs> true, true. Sometimes, but uh, I mean, it's, it's not that steep of a price. Five dollars to to keep your place in line, and yeah. you know, if you're if you decide you don't want it anymore, it either goes back to the payment system that you used if you're quick enough, or if you're not, it goes into your Steam wallet, so you can buy those fifty games for you know what is it fifty cents a piece or whatever. <laughs> that you wanted to do with the $5 anyways. So, you know. Now, that did, that didn't stop. I, I like all these safeguards, by the way. Like, mm -hmm. I like yeah, all good. these different safeguards. And that doesn't mean that they're, you know, totally eliminating scalpers, for crying out loud. Go look at eBay and, and Amazon already, and you'll see right. them up there for $1,500, $2,000. Uh, but as far as bots sweeping in and grabbing hundreds of units away from people, I do like these attempts. Now, it didn't actually work. The site ended up crashing. It didn't work for a few hours. There was all that type of stuff going back and forth, but I do like the attempt. I also like that if you go look at their page, the expected order availability is keeps updating. It keeps updating really? for all three units. So like when I initially went in and looked on Friday, the $400 unit was ex still expected to be available in Q4 of 2021 holiday. And then the other two, I think, were bounced out already to Q1 of 2022. Now, uh, if you go in and look, the $400 units expected order availability is Q2 2022, uh, and so is the $530 unit, while the 650 unit is now Q3 2022. Oh, wow. So it does seem to be updating to at least let you know, hey, Jason, if you give us five bucks right now, you're not getting this at the holidays unless a bunch of people back out. 
you are in yeah. the expected Q2 2022 bundle. And you know what? As, as much as that might suck, like you look at that and you go, shit, I'm not going to get it till you know June of next year. At least you know. At least you know. You got, I, I do like that. Well, then you you won't get the one that's broken and terrible because every first generation hardware is. So. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll fix all those issues by then. Uh, chat. While we're talking about this, something we're gonna we're gonna talk about in just a second is um, I want to get your thoughts in there now before we get there. If you have pre-ordered one, uh, let us know that yes, you pre-ordered one. Which one or reserved one? I should say which one you did and when your projected. Uh, receipt date or receipt quarter is let us know so that we can share those in just a few seconds uh looking at initial pictures of the stream deck yeah or steam deck it, that's another thing by the way god could we have picked mm, a different deck, name steam deck could yeah. we have picked a different name no no they want they want the confusion <laughs> the the price points actually i thought were pretty damn good for what it's doing now that doesn't mean that you know i i I, I think they're fantastic, but I do think that they are playing the long game here. And if you talk to uh, Gabe Newell, he literally says, you know, hey, this price, particularly the $400 unit price, that was painful. That was painful yeah. for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we know that we need to be very aggressive against Nintendo Switch, which is, you know, $50 less. But this outpowers the hell out of it. And that from for a very long time, that $400 price point was, like, critical to them. Everything they were right. doing in development, Yod, was, like, lead to that $400 price point for the base mm -hmm. model. I mean, when you first look at it, when you first look at, you know, okay, you got three different models. And if you don't go into the tech specs on what it actually has under the hood, you're just seeing, you know, it's got such and such a, a screen it's a touch screen it's got you know the the buttons and the joy cons and it's got the uh call them joy cons the joysticks <laughs> <laughs> and you know the initial model has only 64 gigs of space and all that stuff you're like i'm getting what for 400 of my hard-earned dollars but like you said when you started really digging into it and you, you see the specs, and you see what it can, it should, what it should be able to do. Because mind you, when it actually comes out in people's hands, we don't know if it actually does what it says it's going to do. Yeah, and but I mean, you're looking at 720p, which who cares? Right. It's a seven-inch right. screen, right? 720p exactly. is going to be yeah. just fine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That seven inches, 720 is fine. <laughs> you know, and it so it 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 is actually really impressive for what it is. And for that price point, if you look under the hood, if you're just glossing it over on, you know, the the basic hardware specs on the exterior and how much storage you're getting to maybe load half of Witcher 3, then, yeah, it's, it's going to look kind of rough. But, Jason, you know. we haven't even mentioned the fact <laughs> that if you want to, you just throw a keyboard and a monitor on this some bitch and yeah. it's basically a computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is a computer, basically. Just a nice, convenient little uh, handheld one. It's good if you if you don't have a... If you if you always kind of were interested in Steam, I think if you're like a console player and you heard about Steam and all the stuff on there, you're like, ah, I can't afford a $1,500 PC or whatever. So I think that's oh, what this or could Or in really the age for. of shortages of all the things, your computer is in dire need that's of. That's true, yeah. Too, yeah. You know, right? It, it, 
I have to admit, I understand why it was painful for for Gabe to you know get this price point because he has to pay thirty percent of his his money to Valve. So right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, if it was Newell, Epic, Newell's, now Newell's, uh, pay direct quote on this was a lot of people, and maybe this gives you a little more comfort in that they're playing the long game here versus the you know the Steam machines and stuff like that in the, of the past. Uh, maybe you just take it as PR speak. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people have overpriced things and killed the opportunity and sort of convinced people that it's an uninteresting category from the get-go. We're doing this for the long haul, uh, referencing the price point of the $400 unit. Um, you know what? <sighs> yeah, Jason, I'm kind of with you, man. If If you have a lesser gaming PC and your Steam library has just kind of been sitting there because of it, if you don't have a desktop PC uh, that does any gaming, you know, it's just a functional, laptop, you know, yeah. or you're working on a laptop because that's what you do for work and stuff, but you don't have a gaming rig of any type, this is a great way to do it. And I'll tell you what, there is something super sexy about just being able to take my entire Steam library, my Epic Games library, my GOG library, my frickin' uh, Microsoft Game Pass, and just taking that anywhere I want to play it, whether that's sitting on the couch with Netflix on the TV or whether that's, you know, uh, out in the wild, in the sunshine, in the sunshine. Chat, that, that Game Pass thing yeah. is, is an interesting point. I saw you because... want to hear more, more interesting. I've seen YouTubers oh, yeah. making videos on, wow, this really just murdered the Switch. Put on some Switch emulation and boom, you got Switch games in 4K. Hell, 8K if you want to. Uh, <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong no. but but yeah the because the game pass games have to be um set up for in xbox so it, it will have specs that are compatible without you know maximizing well if you look at the specs of it, this puts it right in the ballpark you know teraflops and all that right in the ballpark of the ps4 and the xbox one exactly so that's what i'm saying exactly it's it's yeah. like it's, it's not like you're running like pc heavy graphics games with the game pass you're running xbox level games and ps4 level games ps5 level games and and just with, go install whatever the hell you want right exactly Whatever the so, hell wow. you want. Uh, IGN uh, thought the Steam OS was actually very comfortable for the two different joysticks. If you wanted to use little mouse pads that were on the side, the touchscreen, they love the OS. But if for some reason you don't, just take it out. Just take the damn thing mm -hmm. out. Uh, they did say, hey, we're going to eventually have a dock for it. But you know what? Uh, if you don't want to buy the dock, that's cool. That's cool. Just go ahead and use one of your uh, USB connection cables and, and go ahead and hook it up to a monitor or whatever. They, that's All right, fine. it's got a C port. Yeah, it's just got a C port right on it. And then the SD card slot and everything for chat. We got, okay, Troy is clocking in, Jason, with the did uh, with the 649. So he bought the big one. Uh, and he got in there at the Q2 2022 release. So he'll get his sometime between uh, April and, and July, or beginning of July. Uh, Zach checking in, got the, duh, 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 the, which one did you 64 get? 64 gig. Oh, the 64, 64 gig. So he got the $400 one, planning on buying an SD card. You don't think asset streaming will be a concern at 800 uh, P? Probably, yeah, yeah, probably not at all. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Martz says, going to get one eventually. It'll be the expensive one. You don't need one right at the moment. Uh, that's fine. Big boy glitch, you're never too late. Uh, I did pre-order mine uh, or reserve mine. I did also did the same thing as Troy. I got the 651, uh, and I'm in the same bucket as Troy, uh, Q2 2022. So uh, did either of you uh, reserve this or any of you interested, if you didn't, in reserving or buying one in the future? Like, if what's the call for you, Jason? So I said that, you know, the, the thing is for people who don't have a decent PC that can run stuff, which I, I do in general. Right. And it would also be if I traveled more, if I was going to be out more. Even even pre-pandemic, I pretty much sit here all the time. So those are the kind of negatives for me. If I wound up being in some different situation where if my PC gets out of By the time this actually is available for me to buy, maybe my PC will be horribly out of date. Uh, <laughs> or if I wind up having to travel for a lot of reasons, I could see it, but... It doesn't really do a whole lot for me, but I definitely could see a world where I would be interested in it. So interested, but not enough to push the cash out because you don't have that 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 need drive to go yeah. with the interested. Yeah. All right. Yod, what about you? I'm kind of in the same boat as Jason, although with me, I'm probably always going to have a PC that's moderately capable of, of uh, gaming because, you know, this thing next to me has to be functional so I can do stuff like the cool little graphics around us stuff like that so you know it's so it's not really a priority for me it's right. it's neat I mean if someone gives one to me I'm not going to say no <laughs> but Mikey I, give me one? no, no. <laughs> get, get, your, get your PR contact to handle some of those right right, right? yeah yeah right. <laughs> So yeah, I was kind a... of bummed initially that I was like, oh, I'm in Q2. And then I looked at it kind of the same way Baron uh, just said in chat that uh, Baron's going to wait until real reviews are out. Yeah. That I was kind of like, oh, you know mm -hmm. what? I'm kind of all right with Q2. That'll probably be second run at that point and initial reviews. And, you know, IGN had mentioned that they they felt the controllers were comfortable. They the, the person that reviewed it thought the triggers were maybe a little soft. Uh, and so maybe stuff like that will be changed. I did like how it has on the back the the bottom uh, back pulling button triggers as yeah, well. Yeah, the extra buttons. You know, if you play with something like like this guy here, where you're used to uh, working those buttons down there, that is fantastic. That they're already on there for me. I love that. I I, I use that one for Rocket League all the damn time. Uh, <laughs> All in all, looks and good. And getting a lot of love from the rest of the world. We already mentioned, you know, Epic Games. Tim Sweeney took to Twitter, said, Amazing move by Valve, a handheld PC console hybrid running the SteamOS fork of Arc Linux, and it's an open platform where users are free to install software or their choosing, including Windows and other stores. To which I said, very subtle, Tim. <laughs> very subtle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, not going to get sued like uh, Apple is, I guess. You know, being able to, yeah, get Epic Game Store and pay through there. Phil Spencer from uh, Xbox taking the social media to congratulate them, too, saying, this looks really great. Congrats to the team at Valve Software on getting so many of ex us excited to be able to take our games with us wherever we decide to play. So getting a lot of love across the industry, too. Now, it remains to be seen how long that love will last and how good the units were, are. My, I, if I've got to be honest, Jason, I do have the concern of 
yeah, we saw it running, what was it, Jedi Fallen Order, and uh, we, we've seen footage of people playing some other games on it as well. A Hades was one that popped up a bunch of times in the, in the demos for, for various sites. Uh, that's all well and good. But if I don't have the ability to upgrade or change anything besides the memory by adding an SSD card, what does this thing look like three years down the road? That Five years down that's the road. That's when you buy the Steam Deck Pro. <laughs> that's where they get me again exactly what it is I mean, Deck Series that's gotta X. be a little bit of concern man I don't want to spend $650 and then well, tough, have gonna. it be half useless and it you know there's a portion of my Steam library or whatever that it can't play that when you buy a console those console generations are anywhere from 6 to 10 years uh, when you make that 4 or 5 $600 purchase this has got to be able yep. to prove that yeah, it's built for 720p now, Yod, but it's also future-proof for a reasonable amount of time. And that is something that is we really problem. haven't seen yet. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, that that is a problem, especially since, once again, like with the Switch, like we said before, the games are developed for the Switch, which in Steam, those games are developed for computers. Yep. You know? <laughs> which... Every year, the specs go up. So every year, the games go up. And it's faster and faster. Sometimes it's half a year. Sometimes it's a quarter of a year. So what happens to that static system that can't, you know, be upgraded other than that SD slot? Uh, Zach saying, six to ten years if you want worse performance over time. We're going to see lower upscale targets with the PS5 and Xbox Series X as time goes on. And that and may that may very well be true. But, uh, yeah. I, I And I if I get five years out of it, then I'm fine, right? I, I view that as okay, because it is a specialty product. To Jason, points you've made earlier, this really isn't a I want to compete with the home console market entirely. You know, I'm going after Sony. I'm going after the Xbox. I'm going after the Switch. You may inadvertently have gone after the Switch here, and, and intentionally to some respects, uh, some of the things we've said, but you aren't trying to break into the console market per se with this product. It is a very, there's a particular audience for this one. Yeah, they, they, just, they just want, you know, a kidney out of the Switch. That's all. Not, not the entire piece. <laughs> not just the kidney. The second kidney <laughs> comes with the, with the next version of it. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, we'll definitely do, like, an unboxing stream and all that stuff here. You know, if Zach uh, or Troy gets theirs before I get mine, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll grab one of the guys. Whoever gets it first, we'll do an unboxing stream. I'm sure they wouldn't mind showing theirs off if they get theirs first before I get mine. That's 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 cool. Um, and we'll see what it looks like when you stream from it, too. Like, is that an option? Does that open up a category, Jason, that people have, you know, I don't have a rig, but I would like to be uh, streaming, but I don't have a rig that supports the gaming, let alone the streaming. What does this thing look like if you set, you know, your Twitch account, put put some XSplit or put some Streamlabs OBS on it or OBS in general? What's that look like? Does it look like total shit or whatever? I think that's there's all kinds of interesting things that can be examined here. Yeah, I don't think that's as big a thing because I think there are lots of other ways to stream outside of a PC, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Speaking of streaming, somebody else getting into gaming a little bit. We had speculated on a rumor, I think two weeks ago, on this topic on this show. We're now uh, confirmed here. This is confirmed, gentlemen. Netflix is going to try and boost those subscriber numbers even more by adding gaming to its platform. So we're talking about streaming gaming again. We mentioned Q and her Stadia, and I, you know, I, I think I've used my Stadia grand total of like four times. Uh, and then shortly after that, they disbanded the, the company that was making private you know, internal games for Google. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're done supporting this now too. So fantastic. Uh, but now Netflix getting into the game too. So here's what they had to say on this topic that they're not planning right now to change the subscription rates. Uh, they don't plan to be charging extra for access to the games. Right now. I don't, I don't, now. yeah, right now. Yeah, I, I. <laughs> that's the important part, right now. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the big part there, right? Um, and if you watch investors who have been looking at Netflix for a long time, you know, Netflix is not a profitable company, okay? Uh, as far as the money goes. They're hemorrhaging cash, making these, you know, Stranger Things and all these proprietary content things for Netflix. They're overspending to a large degree. The problem or the, the benefit of Netflix and why it is attractive for investors is the long-term game with subscribers as Netflix expands to new countries and new countries and new countries and has mass influxes of subscriber numbers over time. That's the attractive thing for an investor. Now, the problem is you can only handle that game for so long, right? Before you're, you're in every country, Jason, that you're going to be able to be in, uh, infrastructure-wise, yeah. at least for a while. So how do you get more subscribers out of those countries? Well, add a service that you don't currently have. So let's throw gaming in there. I can't blame them for the play, but what do you think? Does it pay off? Like, I don't know. I mean, if it doesn't, then what's the next thing they're going to offer? Porn? I, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> throw it out. I'm sure it's been on the development table for a while now. Probably Netflix, Netflix red adult. or Netflix really red, but yeah, <laughs> really uh, red. So yeah. I mean, it does make a certain amount of sense, I guess. They already have all all the streaming video, and that's been their thing for a long time. So they would seem to have a decent idea how to do that sort of. Thing. Maybe they can talk to someone at Google to figure out how to do it without sucking. Uh, but yeah, I. I just need more specifics on it to figure out if I think this is going to be a good idea or how it's going to be executed or anything like that. Beyond, we're not going to charge you extra for it now. <laughs> yeah, now, you do it, have the whole thing, by the way, it. that Netflix, I, it, if anybody was going to be able to do the streaming game and make it more mainstream, yeah. I would have bet it would have been Google, right? They're the ones that have the ability to influence infrastructure to a wide degree. Netflix keeps getting hammered by ISP providers for the amount of bandwidth that that Netflix takes up, Yad, and 4K oh, yeah. is just 4K uh, streaming is just making it even worse. So Netflix doesn't exactly have control over, uh, and and Google doesn't have absolute control over it, but they can no. certainly influence the infrastructure. Uh, but this is if Google can't couldn't deliver this product in a way that gamers wanted, what what gives you any sort of confidence that maybe Netflix can? 
not much. The the other thing that I was thinking when I was reading the articles was, okay, so Google, you're talking with the Stadia, right? And Google, norm, normally people um, interface with it through either a computer or or a phone or something like that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or Steam Deck. Or Steam, right, or Steam Deck. But you're interfacing with Netflix a lot of the times through an app, through your Roku, your smart TV, your your smart Blu-ray player. How do the game? How do you play the games through that? They're gonna have to sell you hardware. Well, eh, not necessarily. I mean, the like the Stadia went through the Chromecast. You know, that's just another version. That's you know Google's but, version of the Roku. But you, you or had the, the controller the for the Stadia or whatever. Yeah, they sent you a controller. Yeah. Yeah. So Netflix is gonna have to send you a controller. No, I mean you were able to use um, uh, like any Bluetooth controller. Like I, I would just yeah. assume that you would Bluetooth into your Fire Amazon Fire Stick or whatever, something like that, with a Bluetooth controller. Maybe, I, but I mean, once again, Stadia and Google were kind of aimed towards that stuff, in my opinion. This is my opinion. And and Netflix is kind of aimed towards you, you click a, one single button and you go, you know, kind of situation where a controller isn't really something you would think about when you think of Netflix. Hmm. So... It, it's just what crossed yeah, my I mean, mind. Like, even looking at the Stadia here, and this is from their FAQ, uh, if you right. want to play on your TV using the Chromecast Ultra, then you need the Stadia controller. But if you're going to play on a computer uh, using Google Chrome or on a mobile device, then you have uh, other controller options. So you, the, the hardware is not required. It dep- Only if you're going to play it on the TV through the Chromecast do you need the Stadia controller. Right. Which, uh, and so I can see Netflix kind of doing the same thing here, where if you want to play on the TV, you're going to need the extra equipment. If you're just you would have a lower end PC, and so you're going to cloud game, then yeah, you have other options, Jason. Right. Which, as as I was along my line of thinking, most people interact with Netflix on a TV, yeah, not on a computer. Yeah. So they're going to need that really? hardware. I, I don't know. I interacted with on the TV through the PlayStation 4, so I've already got a controller for it. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> then, You're all then set. Why, <laughs> well, why are you bothering with Netflix stream gaming when you got a PS4? <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see how it's implemented, but yeah, uh, Jason, I don't have any, like, as a gamer, I am not excited by this at all. No, but I wasn't I, excited I by the Stadia. I was mildly interested in it because it was Google. And I thought maybe they can push the boundaries of this where other companies mm. have failed. Uh, and then I haven't, fail. I haven't played with the Amazon Luna at all, so I can't give any personal experience on that front. Is it interesting? Sure. Am I going to use it? I mean, maybe if for some reason this game is only available or I don't want to buy this game, and but I could play it for free on Netflix, you know, kind of like the way I use my Game Pass, right? I didn't buy Dark Alliance because I played it on the Game Pass and it fucking blew. Uh, so I saved the money. Maybe, but that's really the only scenario I can see me playing through Netflix. Well, what you're going to do is you are going to play it. You are going to use it while it doesn't add to the price. Once Reed Hastings says we're going to charge you an extra three bucks a month for it, then everyone's going to stop doing it. 
Good point. That's all. That. That's the yeah. free demo yeah. period. Is all that is. I can see good that. Point. Yeah. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Uh, that's why we have Jason here. He makes the good points mm -hmm. occasionally. He does occasionally. And he writes everything down, and it tells us, you know, we got things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And he's got to supervise any predictions we make on the show. <laughs> um. Oh, hey guys, that Zelda. Remember we talked about that Zelda the, that was on the Heritage, Heritage Auction site? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's sold. That's sold. Yeah. Set yeah, a did. brand new record, gentlemen. That mm -hmm. sealed early print Zelda release, $870,000. Set a impressive. new record. A Very new impressive. record. Record that will last till the end of time. Probably. I mean, eight hundred seventy thousand is a hell of a lot of money for a retro vid. Oh yeah. shit! That record fell already. Oh wow! Oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, it lasted literal days. In fact, mm. a couple of them. Two. Oof. Oof. Two. Oof. We now have a new world champion. I feel like I'm on the WWE now. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Buffer. New right. world champion. And your new champion, Super Mario 64. Sealed copy, Super Mario 64. Two days after the sealed Zelda we talked about set the new record, goes ahead and destroys that record, selling for $1.56 million. For twenty-five-year-old copy of Super crazy. Mario sixty-four original packaging, still sealed. Rating of a nine point eight in its lovely security casing. One point five six, and this wasn't two people, Jason. Just like Jason and Mike, just trying to outbid each other. This thing got sixteen <laughs> different bids on it. Sixteen different That's bids. Crazy. I mean, I, I, I guess 1. that shows 3 you. 1.3 million, and uh, the buyer's premium 20% makes it 1.56. Everyone's like, yeah, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and I, I'd meet Jesus or I'd kill Hitler or whatever. And I'm like, hell, I'd just nope. go and buy a $60 Nintendo game and wait 25 years for it. Right? Yeah. I. This one's stunning to me. Like, the Zelda wasn't... I, I'm obviously surprised that the Zelda went for as much as it did, but not, like, shocked, because that is a very particular Zelda sealed in mint condition. Right. Not it's all a sealed run. Zeldas mm -hmm. go, are going to go for 870000 That is not what right. was going to happen. That was in a very particular, like, first print run, mm -hmm. and you can tell, even through the sealed packaging, that it belongs mm -hmm. to that very, very limited right. uh, print. This is just Super Mario 64 sealed at a rated at a 9.8. This Off isn't the like, shelf from Walmart. Yeah, this isn't like a, a broken, you know, or a misprinted on, on the box or, or anything like that. Zach saying is money laundering. <laughs> you know, I can't tell you you're wrong. I, I would I would think that the heritage auctions would be a little more uh, discerning of who does their bids uh, at that point. They are going to remain anonymous, the buyer, and they do intend to leave it as is. They are not going to be opening it. I'm shocked. Uh, <laughs> it has led to a lot of people starting to get their video game stuff uh, appraised. Right. I obviously own a lot of sealed video game stuff, but I never have sent anything out to be rated. 
I do not own a Super Mario 64 sealed. I have one box and complete, but it's not sealed. So, uh, I <sighs> there is such a bubble in the collectibles market right I, now. It is just massive, Jason. You worked in the TCG industry during a number of bubbles, but this is a really big one. Like Pokemon Final Fantasy TCG is absolutely horrible as far as trying to get stock right now. A new set comes out in two weeks. It is North America, its allocation got cut in basically half. Uh, it is so hard to get the Target pulled Pokemon from shelves because people were fist fighting in their stores yep. over it a few weeks ago. Yep. Like there is a Only huge collectible bubble here, Jason. This has got to burst, right? I'm glad I don't cover that stuff anymore. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it will just like these things all come and go in cycles and it'll be replaced by the next thing, whatever that is. So, yeah. Can you even fathom buying a game for 1.56 million? Just even if I had the money, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> like, right? even if 1.56 was nothing to me, I was Jeff Bezos, you know, I didn't care. It was change. I'd be like, yeah, yes. it's not worth it. And Go I'm, the, space I'm a whip. video game collector, and I'm like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, what else we got I've, before I've, we finish I've, up I've here? Got a, I've got a Dreamcast still in the box behind the couch. Is that what is it think? sealed? <laughs> it's not sealed, not but worthless. it's got the box and you everything well, that comes with you it. You might as well just send it to me. It's worthless. <laughs> it's worthless. You opened it. You cracked the seal. Yeah. Jason, uh, Ubisoft back in the news again, huh? Yeah, for, for great stuff, for just their games and how awesome they are, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, right? <laughs> totally, totally just totally their games. Nothing, totally nothing getting sued and, by another company about their harassment issues. And, and it's hype about their their their, uh, yeah. <laughs> their games, right? Yeah, well, right? something's being hyped. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a, the French Union, of course, Ubisoft is based out of France. Uh, un, French Union, not French Onion, by the way, just so we're clear. <laughs> Uh, French Union has filed a collective lawsuit against Ubisoft uh, instit alleging institutional sexual harassment. Now, they've been threatening to do Again. this for a while, so I guess it, now they're just kind of getting around they, to it. I, I've lost track of all the different stuff they've been doing and getting in trouble for and whatever. Yeah, because this isn't like new allegations. This is, they they had threatened to do this suit like a year ago. Okay. And and then as more waves came, they just kept adding them to them. They're still like, if if you have claims, they are still interested in hearing from you. But uh, I think interesting something we've said on this show too before. At least I have said. Maybe not we. I don't want to put words in in your gentleman's mouth, but I have definitely French said words. that Yves Guillemot, uh just needs to go because either you were complicit and helped hide, or were a part of it, uh, or you were so oblivious that you should not be the CEO. Uh, one or the other, either one gets you fired. Uh, they named Gimo in the web in the lawsuit this time, uh, saying that he should be held responsible for what happens at the company of the people named above. Only Gimo remains with the company in the exact same role. Everybody has either been removed, left, or reassigned to other uh, different roles. So uh, I kind of like that he is named in it because I do share that opinion that you, you know, mm -hmm. you were part of this yard, even if your part of it was just, you right. didn't know about it. 
definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's your company. You're you're the one in charge. So you should probably, you know, once you hear something about it, probably do something about it. And I just can't believe like he didn't hear about it. I don't. Right. I don't. Because one of them was like his brother-in-law or something. Yeah. I think. Like obviously, Ugh. I don't have any proof, and I'm not going to make accusations. But if you ask me, do I believe he was totally oblivious to it? I mean, it's no. It, that does, does, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not one of those guys that's like the CEO needs to always be held accountable. They should always. No, I don't expect the CEO to know what line level account manager seven was doing to embezzle $7,000 into their own pocket every month. No, that's just absurd. But when you're talking about the extent of these types of allegations, I can't believe that for all these years you didn't catch a sniff of it, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, by the way, they're delaying games. <laughs> Rainbow Six Extraction and Riders Republic both delayed. Riders uh, to October of this year. Extraction, the game we were going to mm. play as a three-person team, uh, delayed until January of 2022. <sighs> and I quote Jason as saying, told you so. <laughs> yeah. Not on that specifically, but, uh, but like I said, at least about a third of the games that we're seeing are pre- shown off at E3 and saying they're going to release at whatever time. They ain't going to. Mm. They just ain't going to. They ain't going to. Yod, before we go well, over and do uh, our games of the week, let's go to Yod's TV corner. What the hell you got for us this week? We have Monster Hunter animated uh, movie, I think. Or is it series? I don't remember. For Netflix. But it looks better than the Mila Jovovich one that was released. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still didn't watch that. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> well, it was that bad? Uh, actually, I mean... It, a lot of people say it was. I thought for a movie that was going to set off, you know, a a uh, trilogy or whatever they had planned, it, w- it was a it was a world building movie. It wasn't terrible. It had Mila Jovovich in it. It wasn't any worse than all the Resident Evil movies we saw <laughs> with Mila Jovovich you know, in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, they're it's about the same level. So you know. Turn on to the background while you're working on something else. It'll be fine. Yeah, do you just have uh, an alert set so every time Netflix announces a video game show, you're, you're just on it? No, I just have a friend that's really into Monster Hunter in this case. <laughs> I like Monster Hunter. I mean, he Hunter. was... Tra- he, well, he's, he's to the point where um, we started playing Monster Hunter Worlds, my uh, Destiny Clan did, and we were not, you know that much into Monster Hunter before Worlds. It was just a game that we could play together as a group. So we latched onto it. And so we started making up names for the critters that we didn't know the names to yet. And he he got so mad. He got so mad he stopped playing the game with us. He wants to let everybody in chat know about Gunpowder Milkshake. No, gun, yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but it, it did release on Netflix as well. It has nothing to do with gaming. but No, nothing to do with gaming. We've talked but about Netflix case, enough. So. Yeah. In, in this case, the new Monster Hunter movie seems to pull characters from Monster Hunter 4 and takes place between Monster Hunter 4 and 5. So uh, it, it actually has a timeline in the game series. Don't fuck it up. Could they, could yeah, they just exactly. maybe 
could they just maybe do without the kid? That was the only part I, I didn't like. Oh, in the trailer? The kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the main character, the kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. other yeah. than the main character. Uh, okay. Kinetic says you're going to watch it later. I don't think you can yet, Kinetic. Isn't that in August? It's in August, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The Monster Hunter. Well, the Mule of Jovovich one is out. Oh, yeah, the, that one's one, out. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, Legends whatever. of the yeah, Guild. Yeah, the yeah, the, the um, Legends of Guild is not out until August. Yeah, it's yeah, August twelfth. Sorry for yeah. the the rock sound that was just crashing there. I clicked on the trailer and <laughs> mm. it started. Sorry about that, Chad. Yeah, I mean, what they released that trailer, other than annoying kid, looked really good. There's always I an annoying kid. Jurassic Park course, was ruined yeah. by annoying kid. <laughs> but Jurassic Lex Park was just was... awful. <laughs> At least the annoying kids there were like secondary characters. Uh, Tim was mildly bearable. In the book, they're they're both interesting characters. In the movie, they were horrible. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. So. All yeah. right. Let's go and do our games of the week. This is the final segment of every episode of Gaming Gumbos where we each give you a game of the week. It could be something we've played this week, something we played 20 years ago, something we, uh, you know, whatever, dabble in. And we think, hey, you know what? You, dear viewer, we love you. Go check this out. And you need to let us know in the comments on YouTube or on Ready Check Radio who gave the best recommendation that week. That's right. Feed the algorithm. Put those YouTube comments down there. Help your Gaming Gumbo brothers out. Yod, what do you got for us this week? And it better not fucking be another Mass Effect. No. No, no. Now, originally, originally, because it's currently on sale on PSN, I was going to say G.I. Joe Blackout, because I bought it and played it, and then I played it and went, oh, crap. I can't I just recommend spent 20 this. bucks on this. <laughs> I can't do this. So, it, to My go along My credibility will be shot. <laughs> yeah, what little I have. But to go along with the Monster Hunter guild um animation i will say monster hunter world this week that was a lot of fun to do with the hunts and the wandering around and the killing giant fire breathing t-rex and the electric squirrel and all the other things that we renamed and pissed our friend off on right. monster hunter world sounds good jason what do you got well i did the last one a few weeks ago or a few months ago and as i mentioned a while back my nephew bought me the new out of the park baseball 22 so why not? Let's go with that for now. It's basically the same as it ever has been. Great baseball it, sim. I mean, you've played I love that, that stuff. like as long as I've known you. You've been in out of the park baseball. You know, you know why? You know how I got started with out of the park baseball? Uh -uh. I won a contest on a, on a video game site. Give me a free copy. Wow! No, you didn't. I absolutely did. I absolutely did. I didn't even know it existed until that, and I was like, "Oh, it looks kind of neat." I'll just put in my little name for the contest or whatever. Follow them on Twitter and so forth, and uh, I won. I got the copy. I've been. Hooked ever since. That was out of the park 18 that yeah. I got for free. You know what? Everybody won. They gave everybody a key. And like 15% have turned into Jason know. and bought the game every year. And they're, they're <laughs> I, sitting I've there been, tw twirling their mustaches. <laughs> I've tried the other contests on that site. Still I haven't won every dividends. time. No. Uh, I'm going to give uh, mine out for Microsoft Flight Simulator. I know Jason hates this game. I streamed. <laughs> I, like, I love watching it. You hated when I streamed it. 
I was because you were doing it bad. I didn't like how you were doing it. <laughs> Jason didn't like that I was trying to fly past my house, and it was very boring. What? Like I wasn't. Isn't that the whole point? I, that's what it's... I particularly with the newest one, and it's not even yeah. new new anymore. It's you know months and months old now, but still definitely worth it. New airports added, stuff like that. Absolutely beautiful. It, you can go ahead and. Queue up a passenger flight from East Coast to West Coast and go ahead and do that if you want to uh, and sit there. Uh, but what's probably more fun is trying to take big 747s and shit and fly them over your area of the world because the map is recreated from Google Earth and it's it's tremendous. Bing, actually, isn't it? Is it Bing? Well, yeah, it I makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's Bing. Microsoft. It's Microsoft. Yeah, it's My Bing. bad. <laughs> My bad. The Bing car with the camera taped to the top as it's going right. around neighborhoods. <laughs> Just the Family Guy episode. It's it's coming. It's coming. Wave. Wave. So let us know who gave the best recommendation in the comments below. Of course, we will be back next Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. But chat, don't go anywhere because right after the show, we've got Torchwick going live with games older than me. What's up, Torchwick? How are you? I'm doing good. What about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. What are you playing today? I know you 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 left Tactics. Uh, because you were having some issues last week, you played Vagrant Story. Are we continuing that? Uh, we will be continuing Vagrant Story. And just be clear, I wasn't having issues with tactics. Tactics was having issues with me. That, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Uh, so chat, stay tuned. It's got to be a game older than him to play. And Vagrant Story was one I recommended to him. He picked it up. Played one week, so you're still relatively towards the beginning of the game. So enjoy. He'll be live just a few minutes after the show. We'll be back next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter. Yod Artworks on Facebook. At some point, playing Dark Alliance, I guess. Ah. And right here on Gaming Gumbo. Mr. Winter. Uh, find me on Twitter, Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with one of our three podcasts or anytime one of our volunteer streamers is hanging out, playing a game, and they'd like you to come. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. <laughs>